President Trump yesterday called for a boycott of the NFL if players refused to stand for the national anthem. Dude, you're going after the NFL? That's the most conservative league in sports. The owners, their owners donated millions to your campaign. That'd be like trying to fire your attorney general, even though he's the most conservative guy in the world who was your first supporter in the Senate. Oh, my God, you did that, too. (laughs) Donald, why? Well, politically, he's going to end up on the right side of this NFL thing, I think. I'll be interested to see if if people, if, if the numbers come down because of the whole sons of bitches thing, but I doubt it. It was about two to one people uh, were in favor of the players need to stand. Whether you agree with it or not, that's just where America is. Yeah. 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 This one feels so no win. You know what I mean? Just oh, from our yeah. perspective. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, listen, we, we promised you years ago and continue to promise you we're not going to pander. I mean, there's a fair living you can make in that in the radio business if you're pretty good at it. I could name names. Um, but that's just not our thing. We don't enjoy it. Um, we certainly have a point of view, and we express it, and we'll back it up to, to the best of our ability. But we're not just going to tell you, repeat what you think, confirm what you think, because it feels good over and over again. It's just it's not as interesting a way to make a living as what we do, in our opinion, and we can do whatever we want. And, you know, either we have success with it or we don't. On the other hand... And I, then I can't do whatever I want, because I'm the guy at Best Buy who checks to see if your receipt matches what's in your cart. Yeah, you pretty much got to do that. That's the only thing I'm qualified to do. <laughs> exactly. No disrespect to anybody who's doing that today. Oh, no, it's a fine way to make a uh, living or something close to it. Well, you get a couple of bucks. I would kind of anyway. like it. I would say, hold it, hold it, hold it. Oh, boy, you'd be that guy. Where do you think you're going? Bring it back to back my car. Up. Beep, beep, I'm just beep. going to my car. <laughs> you already marked it. Yeah, let me see it. Have like a bandolier belt of highlighters <laughs> oh, yeah. of various colors. Oh yeah, and a no, cigarette. Right, then I put it on the uh, I cigar, it like a, <laughs> yeah, a cigar that looked like the end was shot <laughs> off with a shotgun. So amigo, you wish to leave this store? <laughs> <laughs> ah, beautiful. So, but so we're not going to pander. At the same time, I mean, if there's a topic where we just there's nothing we can say that will avoid angering half the audience. What's the point? <laughs> that is literally true in this case. Is yes. We took a poll, and it is split almost exactly 50-50. Right. That yes. the president's comments were dumb and divisive. Or, way to go, Mr. President. Way to tell him. So, I don't know. I, you know, there's a lot to it. There's Just know a... that someone on the show is at least half with you. <laughs> there you go. I, 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 You know what? I can sum up my own point of view very, very quickly. I agree with uh, Bob Costas, and we're actually going to get to uh, some stuff he said about this in a couple of minutes, because I think it's pretty good, pretty smart, as usual, with Bob. But um, a El- lot of the people... and Bob Costas? A lot of people have... Uh, a lot of the protesting guys have only half an idea what they're protesting. They're wrong on a lot of the facts, etc., and, and a lot of it's kind of dumb. On the other hand, I'm more a liberty guy than a pledging allegiance guy. You know, when when a uh, when a gesture of respect becomes mandatory, it becomes an act of submission. That's where I come from. I'm also a unity guy. Our greatest strength is diversity. No, our greatest strength is unity. And as the uh, the uh, Wall Street Journal put it, he says, thinking he had that window up. There it is. I, I really like this paragraph. 
American democracy was healthier when politics at the ballpark was limited to fans booing politicians who threw out the first ball, almost as a bipartisan obligation. This showed a healthy skepticism toward the political class. But now the players want to be politicians and use their fame to lecture other Americans. The Parsons of the press corps want to make them moral spokesmen, and the president wants to run against the players. The losers are the millions of Americans who would rather cheer for their teams on Sunday as a respite from work and the other divisions of American life. I'd say that sums it up rather nicely. Mine is fairly simple. Uh, from an entertainment standpoint, I would prefer you all stand for the national anthem. If I'm an owner, stand for the national anthem. That's what most of the customers want. And we uh, we run a milkshake shop here, and they like milkshakes that are chocolate. Here they like It'd be time-consuming to run the anthem before you serve every milkshake. Here, people, The customers here like their players standing for the national anthem. I'm just trying to sell tickets. So stand for the national anthem or play somewhere else. So I'd, you got to buy a ticket to get a milkshake at your place? I'd I'd like sorry, a, it's too uh, confusing. I'd like the uh, blueberry milkshake, please. All right, everybody. Oh, see, can you see? What I think would be really interesting, and you're never going to get to this, yeah. is how many players with a league that's three-quarters black, because we've read about this, we've talked about it, we've gotten calls. How many of the players don't like the national anthem, don't like the country? Right. They are uh, resentful uh, America hater types. Because um, there was a guy, there was a black guy on, it was either Meet the Press or Face the Nation I saw over the weekend. He said, the National Anthem is a racist song. I thought, wow. Then How there, many of the players are thinking that when they hear it? Then there's plenty of folks like a listener who emailed us this morning. People on the Hate America kick need a few hours of unfiltered work news and learning. My black ass is fortunate to be in America in this day and time, and I know it. I love this country. So you got that, so. Um, I'd love to see an intelligent, nuanced discussion of that. Uh, it isn't likely to come, certainly in America's uh, classroom. So anyway, I, uh, you know, I'm I'm of several minds on this. I cherish these guys' rights to right to protest any way they want, but at the same time, they're at work, and I'm a customer of their business, and it bothers me. It's distracting. It's divisive. It's tension-inducing when I came there to relax. But do I do I hate them for it? No, I'm just mildly annoyed. I know a lot of you hate them for it. You think it's spitting on the graves of those who've died to defend the country, et cetera, et cetera. Just you and they and I and Bob Costas and 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 Donald Trump, the guy from TV, who's now the president. Uh, everybody sees it through such different lenses. It makes it impossible to have anything like an intelligent discussion of it. Or, or it's difficult anyway. You know what we need to have? We need to have a players kneeling at the flag panel. But one guy cut through all the clutter. One Marine who served this country. Man, he was actually an Army Ranger, wasn't okay, he? He was a Ranger. That's right, like he was a Ranger. That. He was a, yeah. The greatest man in America. I didn't nominate him for president. Certainly, he ought to be the Secretary of the Interior. One Alejandro Villanueva. Son of immigrants, former Army Ranger. He was the Pittsburgh Steeler. They had voted by a slim majority. We're going to stay in the locker room and just not be part of the distraction. Stay together as a team. Think about football, etc. And and they talked a long time about it. There was a slim majority. They decided to do that. Well, this guy won the Bronze Star, three tours in Afghanistan. As it turns out, he had gone to Ben Roethlisberger who is the leader of the team. He's the quarterback, et cetera. Big old raping Ben Roethlisberger. Ben I'm rape, sorry. Allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. Um, and this guy's an offensive tackle, so he's part of the offensive unit. And he said, listen, 
are you okay with it if I just go to the end of the tunnel where I can see the flag? It means a lot to me. And he said, oh. You got a good-looking sister? Anyway, wow. that's unfair. Wow, that was. That's good. You much. started it. You started it. Anyway. That's what I do. I egg people on, then, now, then cast blame at them. So Villanueva, who is widely uh, shown on video, et cetera, with his hand over his heart, uh, listening respectfully to the anthem, uh, and, and looking at the flag that he and his friends risked their lives and some lost their lives to defend, et cetera, et cetera. Actually, you don't defend the flag. You defend what it stands for. You know, that's another thing. But anyway, um, he says, I unintentionally threw my teammates under the bus. He said at a press conference, uh, unfortunately, I threw my teammates under the bus unintentionally. Every time, a single time I see that picture of me standing by myself, I feel embarrassed. That's something. When we came out of the locker room into the tunnel, it was a very small area. There was a flag or something coming off the field, so there were a bunch of Bear fans coming off the field, holding that, going in front of us, so it kind of held us up. When While Villanueva kept running, his team stayed back in the tunnel. Quote, I made my teammates look bad, and it's my fault and my fault only. We as a tri- team tried to figure it out, but obviously butchered it. Um, people are... People that are taking knee are not saying anything negative about the military. They're not saying anything negative about the flag. They're just trying to protest that there are some injustices in America. So he feels bad about how it came out. He says he, being out there, made his team look like they weren't there to respect the flag. He never intended that. He regrets it. Meanwhile, which was the argument of uh, Mike uh, Tomlin, the coach, their coach and a couple other teams who said, we all got to do it together there. Everybody gets put in the position of you're taking a, a stand, if you'll pardon the expression, by kneeling or not. And some people on this show may have irresponsibly blasted Mike Tomlin yesterday. For, for saying what he said about, I thought we were 100%, I guess I was wrong. I don't remember who it was that was, was critical me. of Mike Tomlin, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame Sean, even though it was me. Anyway, <laughs> um, Ben Roethlisberger, one of the people in the locker room, not Villanueva, who went out there, uh, now I'm going to condemn him. Alone, making it about him and making his teammates wow. look bad. Wow, wow. Here's what Roethlisberger posted in a statement. I was unable to sleep last night and wanted to share my thoughts and feelings on our team's decision to remain in the tunnel for the national anthem yesterday. The idea was to be unified as a team, so when so much attention is paid to things dividing our country, but I wish we'd approached it differently. We did not want to appear divided on the sideline with some standing, some kneeling, or sitting. As a team, it was not a protest of the flag or the anthem. I personally don't believe the anthem is ever the time to make any type of protest. For me and many others on my team and around the league, it's a tribute to to those who commit to serve and protect our country, current and past, especially the ones that made the ultimate sacrifice. And that is why... I just felt like I wish that we would have been on the field. And that is why my children wear Ben Roethlisberger jerseys. (sighs) And you're burning your Alejandro Villanueva jersey. That I just got yesterday. That you got yesterday and paid extra to have it same day shipped. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) and so let, let this be the official stance of the Armstrong and Getty show. Alejandro Villanueva, whose opinion you must respect, whether you agree or disagree, he came out and regretted it. Roethlisberger, who may or may not commit sexual assaults. Hold number the, seven, who's in beyond the, in reproach in my eyes. That's right. Jack's new stance. 
He stayed in the locker room to show unity and regrets that. Wow. It's complicated. Stop yelling at each other. Joe, you're yelling at us. I'm sorry. I honestly don't know what I would do if I was a... uh... Well, I still think if I'm an owner and I look at my fan base, I think, I want you guys to go out there and stand for the national anthem. But you got you got your employees. Well, right. That's where it gets problemed because you're going to have some employees, very highly paid employees, who are willing to risk some money and fame, too. Right. Well, and we are, we are truly fortunate to work with a couple of wonderful radio companies. Handful of them. Some not so good. We rank them, which ones are our favorites and which ones, but uh, we won't be talking about that. But if one of the companies said, uh, listen, guys, uh, the uh, polls have, have proven that you're, uh, that um, the listeners, uh, the customers, really like, I don't know, what's something we we really, really dislike? I don't know, you know, the, the clan or, or, or something horrifying. Well, we as the employees have a right to say, no effing way. You want to fire me? Fire me. I'm taking a knee when you, you know, do yeah, whatever. Well, I don't, I don't have, but but it's not about me. rights. It's about cons- I, I don't have fire me. I'm going to stand for what I believe in. Money. I think that plays into a lot of it. Neither do a lot of these guys. Well, then you're making a mistake. I think you're making a mistake for you and your family. Mm-hmm. You got to make a freaking living. This is your best chance to make a living in your whole life. Would you have said that to the founding fathers? What? <laughs> you got to make a living for your family. Don't go up against the British. The British, they're that is main trading partner. That is the most moronic argument you've ever that made. That is the best <laughs> argument I've ever made. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I would, if it was my own kid, I would say, look, start a charity, start a foundation, have a march every Saturday after the game. Do what you want to do, but stand for the damn national anthem. This is how you make your living. That's an interesting point that you should have made to Thomas Jefferson. We need to go to break. I'm Joe Getty. God dang it. I'm spending a lot of money on having jerseys shipped to me and then burning them and having to get different jerseys oh, shipped yeah. to me. Yeah. And yeah. to burn that guy's jersey, now i got to get a Roethlisberger jersey by this afternoon. Hang it. Colin Kaepernick is the number one selling 49ers jersey. Still? Yes. He's top 40 in the league in jersey sales overall. Is he? He he doesn't play for the 49ers anymore. God, my kids have Kaepernick jerseys that they wear now and then because they look cute in their jerseys. Burn them! And we got him way back when he was just a good football player. And then after he became a bad football player and they were on sale. So I got him super cheap. You can borrow my Alex Smith jersey but, if you want. But that was before any of the political stuff happened. So I wish it could come with the tag. No, we bought this when he was just a football player. Set him out there in the Kaepernick jersey <laughs> and a MAGA hat. <laughs> YA Tittle, where have you gone? I'm still Joe Getty. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you familiar with the whole living in a shipping container trend that has caught on in the nation, apparently? New York Times had an article about it over the weekend. I'd heard about it. Like hobos? Like going from town to town? You buy a shipping container and uh, and you're, you're recycling it. And it shows how green you are. And it's so, like, utilitarian, I guess, is what they're going for. Are you familiar with this? The living in a shipping container trend? I am, yeah. Is so in right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know. like a hobo of old, but not going anywhere. People got to try so hard to be part of the cool crowd. You got to have a beard, you got to eat kale, and you got to live in a shipping container. 
I respect the lifestyle of the hobo, but I'm not one for travel. Anything <laughs> for me. <laughs> I get motion sick. So, uh, just thought I'd bring it up. We've done this, I don't know how many times. Of course, that's the problem with being on the air for 20 years. Is you've done everything 10 times. Right. you got to uh, pretend you act like you haven't. <laughs> get over it. So, verse 3 of the National Anthem. Oh, drops a slave bomb. Let's let's sing our way there. Can you see? It'll be about ten minutes. Or the other <laughs> words. Oh, where is the band that so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion? Anyway, you go through the words. And a home and a country should leave us no more. Their blood was washed out of their foul footsteps. Pollution, pollution, rhyming with confusion. Wouldn't be as much fun to sing that standing at a football game. Uh-uh. Uh And here's the here's the line. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. What? See, I don't even know what that means. I've it's read that verse in it. 20 times because it's a racist anthem that nobody ever sings. We ignore that. It was a poem. Some dude wrote a poem in the wee hours. It's really long. First one sounds good when set to an old English drinking song. Okay. Eh, it sounds it's, okay. It's, it's hard to sing. It's the national, it, 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 it's, it's one verse about, thank God we still have a country because the biggest empire in the world just tried to crush us. Turns out the flag's still flying. That's it. The, the stanzas that Frankie Key wrote in the wee hours, I mean, when he was getting down to the, the little uh, uh, looked at fourth verse, it just doesn't matter. And I have no idea what that line means. I don't either. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the... I guess just mentioning the fact that we had slaves as a reminder. I don't know. That's not a very good case. I've heard it summarized as there's no place for slaves to hide, but it's not talking about the slaves in the way that most people think about when they hear that word as well. I don't know. Slavery has existed in every corner of the globe, and in most of them, it still does. So the well, idea that it's some fatal indictment of the United States that there were slaves way too long, way, way, way too long, of course. But the idea that the, 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 you can single out the U.S. as a bad country and a racist country because there has been slavery on this territory is just historically wrong. It's it's you know, it, it goes without saying or it should. It's a horrifying practice to deny any human being of their liberty. But, so but it's practically wrong. been universal. So Megyn Kelly's show debuted yesterday, and uh, the reviews have not been good from uh, really anyone. We I'm watched sorry to hear that. It's crap. It's crap. Mm, reviews we, pouring in. We watched a little of it after the show and and mocked it quite a bit. Um, it is it is just that kind of thing. It is that kind of thing. If you like that kind of thing, I don't understand you. But she wants to be a smarter Kelly Ripa. Uh, I don't know that she does want to be a smarter Kelly Ripa. I think he just she just wants to be Kelly Ripa. Oh, or Ellen DeGeneres or what, Oprah. What NBC execs are upset about, according to the New York Post, is her coming out and announcing, look, I'm not going to do, not only am I not going to do mostly politics, I'm not going to do any politics. Mm. I've never even liked politics. <clears throat> and the NBC execs, apparently, according to the New York Post, are saying, then why did we hire you? You're mm. like the most important at the time political voice on television she literally was so the high you know they hired eddie van halen and he announced 
I'm only going to play the oboe. You know, I've never really liked the guitar. I'm not playing any <laughs> guitar. Proud to oh, point of order, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> proud to announce our new team signing LeBron James, uh, but he will only juggle for us. So that's right. Yeah, and he's so, going to be the halftime entertainer. I can easily see how behind the scenes they might be thinking that. Right. We didn't hire you because we thought maybe you can do Kelly Ripa style stuff. Nobody knows you've never tried it. We didn't throw you a hundred million dollars because of that. Right. And Fox News was going to write an enormous check to keep her. Yeah, I don't know what NBC paid. It was a lot because Fox did offer her a hundred or hundred and twenty million. I think it was less in NBC for various reasons, but yeah, because she wanted to do something different. But uh. so everybody's looking, why, why? So yeah. there's so half the country hates her or more, and are never going to give her a chance no matter what she does. It just reflexively because yeah, of exactly because yeah, yeah. I've looked at the Twitter feeds and stuff like that. They just think they 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 she thinks she's part of Hitler or whatever. Even though she went after Trump, which. Oh, yeah, she was ravingly anti-Trump. Bad details. They're all Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) They're all Hitler. The Armstrong and Getty show. So half the country reflexively hates her and will never give a chance, and then you got the other half of the country who's thinking, I don't know if she can do this sort of thing or not. Yeah. I don't know. That that would bother you. But anyway, it was just so that sort of show where it's her flipping pancakes and and giggling about it and just, ah. Oh, I hate that sort of thing. Maybe mm. you like it fine if you do. I think it's you're, not for you. I think you huff too much paint at some point in your life or <laughs> oh. something. Or you oh, left your oh, car boy. parked in the garage wow. with the door down or something happened. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow, that's a little harsh. Some people like to relax with a little mindless, and I mean mindless. I don't think I know. I don't think I personally know a single human being who watches that stuff. Can't think of one. <sighs> Somebody must. <sighs> do you know anybody who actually does? First of all, you got to be home and available to watch television at 9.30 right. in the morning, so that eliminates a lot of people. Yeah, no. No, not personally. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Although... It's because of this sort of person... I don't know for sure. ...that sits in their car with the garage door down for too long while the, the engine's running. Oh, boy. There's no need to go there. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I heard Susan Collins of Maine on the news. She does talk kind of slow. Uh, poor gal was kicked in the head by a mule as a as a teenager. It's, it's a tragic story, but she's overcoming to become a U.S. senator. That's right. It's very admirable. And she's voting against the uh, new health care. I can't vote for <laughs> this. <laughs> God, who who'd you run against? <laughs> Uh, what's coming up your news, Marshall? Uh, Trump just announcing he's heading to Puerto Rico, North Korea. Is he really? Yep. North Korea ramping up military operations and a million-dollar magic mushrooms bust in Berkeley. Yep. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Million-dollar bust. That's a lot of mushrooms. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. And why am I so worn out? I'm just worn out by modern life. These divided times. In my mind, we've had two presidents in a row who were dividers, not uniters. Yeah, I, I think th- I think that is being overlooked. Um, I think a lot of people in the future will forget that uh, Black Lives Matter and various riots and a whole bunch of police shot and all that sort of stuff happened when Obama was president. And it continues through Trump. Yeah, and... and On the, no doubt Trump says things that don't help. I'm not trying to claim that, but the... Uh, of course, the Bushman, some of his policies were so unpopular that they were, everybody's angry at each other. I don't know. 
Anywho, yeah. will it ever go back? What are you going to do? Will it ever go back? I don't know. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump just announcing this morning. Puerto Rico needs a lot of money. I'm going to Puerto Rico on Tuesday. Scheduled trip. It's the earliest I can uh, go because of the uh, first responders, and we don't want to uh, disrupt the relief efforts. Uh, You know, we're, we're going through a lot. The president saying that FEMA's done an incredible job with aid assistance, but it is very tough work because... In Texas, we can ship the trucks right out there, and, you know, we can do... We've, we've got A-pluses on Texas and on Florida, and uh, we will also on Puerto Rico. But the difference is this is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean, and it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. That's where islands are, Mr. President. Oh, so how, how much of any president's decisions are, I've got to do this because I'll get criticized if I don't, or it looks good, or whatever, as opposed to this is what's going to actually accomplish something. Um, and I'm thinking of a, a big one, watching Ken Burns' Vietnam uh, documentary right. the other night with, with JFK saying in 62, I think, we're never going to win, we're never going to accomplish anything, but if I'm the guy who backs out, I'll never get reelected. Um, I mean, that's a, a major one. But but Trump going to Puerto Rico, does that help them in any way? Or is that just, do they just get, there and get together and say, no, you've got to go, otherwise the media will kill you for not going? Well, you could certainly argue that, that well, that it helps maybe for a silly reason, but when he goes, that'll be a big news story and people will focus on Puerto Rico for a little while and realize that the place practically got scraped off the map. Right. North Korea is reportedly bolstering its military defenses along its eastern coast after claims it would shoot down U.S. bombers flying in the region. Good luck with that. South Korean media reporting that the North has moved aircraft into the area. Tensions before between North Korea and the U.S. continue to escalate following uh, that uh, September 3rd nuclear test with President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un exchanging personal insults back and forth. Meanwhile, we got a million dollars worth of magic mushrooms found in a Berkeley apartment. It appears to have put a large-scale drug operation out of business. The Berkeley PD laid out the results of a drug bust late on Saturday night. It began as a domestic disturbance call and ended with the officers seizing close to 700 pounds of psychedelic mushrooms. Why don't you help out around the house? Why don't you keep your voice down? we got a million dollars worth of mushrooms here. Yeah, I'm tired of you! Constantly bitching! And the neighbors called the cops, and their million dollars worth of mushrooms got discovered. Nice relationship. How many lava lamps were in the apartment? (laughs) (laughs) How about you write down your feelings? Yeah, how about you write down your feelings, and then we'll talk about them later? Well, they should have tried that. Yeah, the cops <laughs> arresting a man and woman who tried to take off when police came to the door after the complaints about a dis- domestic disturbance. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Just <laughs> just uh, very convincingly reenacted by one Joe Getty. The nice nice criminal geniuses there. Well hey, done. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So we're learning more about, uh, or from from Facebook, a story we already know. About how the Russians were involved in spreading all kinds of fake stories or putting together groups that were organized by Russians to sow seeds of hatred among us. We're learning more about that. We'll have to hit you with the that story. The old seeds of hatred. The old seeds of hatred. I resent that. So a bunch of San Francisco firefighters may have been exposed to Hep A when they tripped over a bucket of poo. 
There's also a Buccano Poo. That's right. There are a couple of surges in the city by the bay to discuss. A surge in car break-ins as crime skyrockets in San Francisco. And a surge in rats. Rat surge. Stand back. Look out. <laughs> All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, it came out that Kylie Jenner is expecting her first child. When asked about it, Chris Jenner said, I'm so excited about the new spinoff. I mean, addition to the family. <laughs> Very exciting. Oh. I, I like that all right, his commentary. Sure. Uh, but as, a, as you often say after we play those things, in what sense is that a joke? <laughs> a lot of those you do have to wonder about. In what sense is this a joke? It, uh, it had the formatics of a joke, but... I don't. I found it amusing. No, that one was fine. Oh, okay. I mean, in general, when you say that, I find that funny. Oh, yes. I'll um, continue to. We got we got a text that said only this: wasp in my car. Mm. Or Irma Gerd. It sucks had when you have a have... wasp in your car. Oh my God! We had that the other day, and I was on a two-lane mountain road with nowhere to turn off, and. And, sir, I was in a line of cars being led by a like patrol vehicle because it was half is closed. And so half the people go, you wait there for right. 10 minutes and half the So I got this giant insect in my car. It's perched right in front of me on the dashboard. It's huge. I can't tell exactly what it is. And I'm thinking, I can't really stop. I, if it flies at my face or it stings me, I'm going to wreck or drive off the side of this mountain. It was a moment of terror. I should have written one of those Reader's Digest. So what did you do? Drama and real life things. I cowered. I just kind of leaned back in my seat and thought, oh my God. And finally, you know, it didn't do anything. Did you roll down the window and let it fly out? I rolled down all the windows and it stayed right there glaring at me. (laughs) Looking right at me. Did you have anything to whack it with? Not really, no. No. Um, Slip off your shoe? Uh, thankfully, my moment of terror ended after mm. we uh, got out of the construction zone. You just came to a bit of an understanding of, all right, you're going to exist there. I'm going to exist here. We're That's not right. going to impede on each other for a little while. We looked at each other. Each knew it'd be a mistake. Speaking <laughs> of nature, a new giant chunk of uh, iceberg is broken off that wow. people are uh, concerned that it's global warming and whatnot. Um, Melt I- that into bottled water and charge idiots triple the rate for it. Did you know this one is 103 square miles? That's unimaginably big. Did you know the last giant chunk that broke off a couple of months ago was the size of the state of Delaware? Oh, That's how big the chunk of ice was that broke off and is floating around in the ocean. That's fairly the large. The size of Delaware, which is a small state, sure. but a giant chunk of ice. Sure. Hmm. Another nature thing, speaking of bites, I was just reading this in the New York Times about the, uh, what's the thing? Looks like a stick. A little bug that looks like a stick. A walking stick? Yeah. No, a bug? The grasshopper? No. No, the walking stick is a bug that looks oh, like the a bug. Stick. I think, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Does it have a different name or am I, is it a different bug? Anyway. The stick bug. Um, How it, they catch other animals and eat their brains out. They've just oh, learned yeah. this. They're nutritious, brains. nutritious brains. <laughs> Praying mantis, that's it. Ah. They, uh, they will catch like a hummingbird. Kill it and eat its brain. They go in through its head and eat its brains out. A hummingbird? Yeah. My wife, because my kids were playing with a praying mantis just yesterday outside mm. and kind of messing with it and looking at everything oh like that. Oh, Lord, we beseech thee to send us a hummingbird <laughs> so we can chew out its brain. That is a praying 
Mantis. That is correct, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Just got it. It's pretty funny. My wife Thanks, got, Michael. My wife got bitten by a couple of, uh, a couple of years ago. She got bitten by one. Really? I yeah. had no idea. Who knew? And she says it's the most painful thing she's ever happened in her life outside of childbirth. Wow. Yeah, I remember when it happened, and she was just screaming in agony. Wow! Went to the doctor. I didn't know they bit. I've had them on my hand many times. Went to urgent care and everything. That's what everybody thinks until they bite you. Well, they've got the ability to penetrate the skull, for instance, of a hummingbird and suck its brains out. Holy so crap. They decide that they're going to do that to you. Yeah, it's read. So don't let one bite you. I'm glad that wasn't a praying mantis on my dashboard. I'd have wet myself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> Our Heavenly Father. <laughs> Boy, would I like to jam my proboscis into a hummingbird's brain, God. So I noticed over the weekend, I'm fooled every year because it happens so early. I think... Christmas season and uh, holiday season, and it's going to be busy. And when's that happen? Around Thanksgiving? Well, it happens earlier and earlier every single year. It's already happened. As I noticed, we were going to go to the store to buy some Halloween stuff. Go to Target. Stop for gas on the way there. Had to wait in line to get gas at the gas station. Want to go through the Starbucks? Forget it. We're not going through the Starbucks. The line is like a mile long, and there's no place to park. People love gas and coffee during the Halloween season. What? Go to Target, have to park like a mile away, and walk in like it's freaking Christmas Eve. Get inside. It's just a madhouse. Like buses of people had been unloaded or something. I don't know. Everywhere. And then to check out, they're already to the... They've got the... The, the rope line set up, and a person with an earpiece and a clipboard standing out there saying, we've got three that can go over there, two over there. They've well, already... The, the money mater D. Yeah, yeah, they've already got that set up. Yeah. It's happened this early. And I went to the mall just last week to get my wife some uh, sunglasses for our anniversary. I got her a present. And the mall, already in, they've got people directing traffic mode. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. The season starts that early now. I don't quite, and I always think the same thing. How can the economy and jobs and everything be what it is and what you hear about whilst this is going on? The haves and have nots. Is that? Is that? I guess. Income inequality? That's for sure. Well, there's the economy, Jack. Then there's your economy. Good point. Are you talking about Wall Street versus Main Street? Yes. Oh, boy. That's some good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, what I also don't understand is why does this happen? I don't feel like I need to go out to restaurants more or stores or gas or anything more than usual because Christmas is coming up in however many months. I I don't think so either. I get that Halloween has become a major, you know, spending holiday. The fact that it's more of a thing than it used to be in the parlance of today's youth. The fact that Target was completely full of Halloween stuff more than a month before Halloween says something, I guess. Do you think there's some sort of weird lizard brain winter is coming Get the know. preparations. This we need to hunker down for the cold months to come. Even though we live <laughs> on the West Coast, where it, <laughs> I you know, know it doesn't happen. I, I don't know. It's worth asking. I don't. I don't know. How long can it get though? Now that it's into mid-September, is it June next, or that, does at some point it become year-round? Surely not. Gosh, I miss uh, kids and Halloween. I miss a lot of oh, aspects yeah. of parenting. Yeah. That my kids are are old now and bitter. Uh, actually, they're not bitter. They're fabulous, but. Uh, man, I went crazy well, at Halloween probably, time. They're probably fairly bitter about them having to dress up and go trick-or-treating as little kids. I mean, they can be bitter about that. What, <laughs> well, you wouldn't have to be bitter, but they don't want to do it. My kids? Yeah. Yeah, and I make them. <laughs> they're they're in their 20s. Well, yeah. D-Lady's 18, but yeah, I make them. Yeah, you, I cry and family? spend. That's right. You're going trick-or-treating. Dad, I had to fight a guy last year. <laughs> Get in your costume, son. <laughs> 
No, I do miss that because I went crazy at Halloween. I was t- we were talking in the office. I had the fog machine. I had the thunder and lightning machine. I had the big scary spider. I had the fake webs. I had the the dummy that may or may not leap up and say, I was just, oh, I loved it. Well, we don't do anything outside because we live out in the country, but so they're decorating their own rooms to make them as scary as possible. Oh, I love That's it. That's cool. And like Sam's got clothes and some bony feet and a skull like somebody mm. died in his room. Oh. Or somebody died in his room and just then like disintegrated. That's disgusting. <laughs> but they got all kinds of scary big spiders and lit up things. And... Are they going to be able to sleep in their own rooms or no. will it be too scary? So Henry ended up being so scared we oh, had to boy. take everything out of it and go put it in the garage. <laughs> That's a win. Scared, him, a loss. scared himself. The Armstrong and Getty Show.